Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now, I have been discussing with you these past couple of days the first root that is formed from the seed of anger, which was the root of complaining. Now, today, I'm going to actually share with you a new root that is formed as the enemy continues to water that seed of anger to continue to guide you in that mindset and hoping that you will stay there. So the second root that is formed is called the root of negativism. So let's go ahead and just define it. So negativism means an attitude of skepticism and a denial of nearly everything affirmed or suggested by others. Now, the scripture reference that I actually use to kind of combat that comes from Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. And it says, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Now, I know I've actually kind of shared some of the things about negativism when I was actually interviewed on Hope is Here. And so my goal today is actually not to be repetitive, but to actually dig deeper with this concept. So let me first just kind of start off by allowing you to kind of ponder on some questions. And so as you already know, I've just shared with you what negativism means and just to kind of revisit again, it means the denial of everything affirmed or suggested by others. So when you actually think of your interactions, I guess, with others, how have you come across or have you actually come across someone maybe that just seems to have a negative conversation, I guess, with you in everything that is said? Now, if you have, how does it make you feel? Do you find yourself like not wanting to spend time with them or have you ever just brought it to their attention about maybe the tone of their conversations with you? And how actually did that conversation go with the two of you? Now, I want you to just kind of put a pin in that and just continue to ponder on those questions. But I'm getting ready to switch gears here and I really kind of want this to be a little bit more personal now. But I want you to still think about these questions. So has there ever been a time that you have consistently brought up negative things to share because of your feelings about a situation? So let me just kind of reiterate it a little bit more. Suppose if something happens to you, you know, maybe someone treated you bad or unfairly or Maybe someone took advantage of you. Maybe someone even promised something to you and then they actually gave it to someone else instead. Now, whatever the situation is, because it could be anything, it may have caused you to feel hurt and disappointed or maybe even felt betrayed. I want you to keep in mind that your feelings are warranted and justified. So it's okay to feel it and even express it to someone. So I don't want to minimize that part of it. Now, however, where negativism actually comes into play is when you're just constantly bringing up that same situation to others of those negative things that took place and maybe even how bad that person hurt you or disappointed you. And as time has gone on, 
You just continue to stay in that situation by expressing those feelings about what happened. And what you're going to see that initially people may be okay for you to share what's going on in your life. And even if someone has hurt you, but as time has gone on, some people just may not want to hear that same story over and over again, especially as months have gone by, or maybe even if years have gone by. They may listen to you in the beginning, but at some point, they're not going to want to continue to keep listening to that. And so what happens with negativism is that it has a tendency to just kind of keep you stuck in that situation. And you're not able to just let it go or heal. Now, you refuse to move forward until you feel that you can get what you wanted or what you think you deserve from it. And let me add. If you've tried to rectify the situation with a particular person and they still didn't give you the response that you were hoping for, what are you going to do next? What's going to be your game plan? Now, usually what can happen is that you will begin to maybe add more layers to it because you just didn't get the result you were hoping for. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the person to see if a resolution can be made, because I do believe that it's always good to see if the two of you can actually get on the same page. As you know, compromising and sacrificing can always have great benefits. However, if you still walk away with the same result as you previously had, you must find a way to let it go and move forward. Now, be appreciative just for your own willingness and even theirs as well, that y'all had an opportunity to come together to search for a better outcome or, or even a resolution to it. But if it doesn't materialize into what you had hoped for, view it just as a lesson learned for the next time. Try not to stay in your hurt. And I do emphasize your hurt because I can assure you that they have definitely moved on after that last discussion they had with you. Now, you are still staying in it because of what you wanted or maybe even expected to happen. You have just got to let it go and you have to grow from it. Also, when dealing with negativism, you have to be cautious with the company that you keep. You should always want your light to shine in the midst of darkness so that you can be a witness to someone. And I know we've already talked a lot about letting your light shine. Now, there may be some people out there that try to influence you to jump on their bandwagon. Even if you just take a look at society, I am sure that there are many things that can influence you to believe something out there that is negative or that goes against scripture. And I'm not talking about, of course, those things that are a moral issue. Those things are just a given not to follow, especially as children of God. I'm talking about just viewpoints or opinions that someone may have. You have to actually be mindful of the negative views that some people have that can influence you, maybe get you to tag along with them or to even follow that narrative. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter even how close these people are to you. You have to just be cautious and not be influenced or even believe in that same mindset. Now, granted, it can be very hard to not be a participant. But you must choose who you will serve. Is it going to be God or is it going to be man? Now, Proverbs chapter 22, verses 24 through 25 says, Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. 
or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Being a soldier for Christ can cause you to be a lone soldier for him, especially if their viewpoints are not stemmed in loving thy neighbor. We know, as I mentioned previous times, that we have to be conscious of making sure that we have an audience of one. Now, unfortunately, I have seen, just as you have, people basically just attack and condemn or even judge other people based on their viewpoints or their opinions or even the things that they believe that they have a right to do. And it does become disheartening at times because you just don't see that love thy neighbor as thyself being shown on either side of the spectrum. Nor do I actually see actions being displayed that sometimes you question if they really are followers of Jesus Christ. Now, if you choose to follow Jesus' way and not the ways of man, then you understand that you are bought with a price. So you must ask yourself if those viewpoints are aligned with the word of God. Now, if they are, then of course you're fine. But if they're not, then you must redirect your thinking if you are still wanting to be obedient to Jesus. Always just seek him for counsel and not man, because he is more concerned that his voice is being heard and embraced and not the ways and views of man. Like I said, being a lone soldier for Christ can be challenging. But just praise God that he gave us just so many examples, and I mean so many examples in the Bible, to learn from if we are really committed to following him completely and studying his word so that we can know these examples. Now, on a different note, how do you handle a situation if you grow close to someone who maybe has a lot of challenges or negativity in their life? What do you do when someone that you're in a relationship falls on hard times? Do you stay with them or do you leave? I think it just kind of depends on the situation and even the type of relationship that you may even have with someone. So let me just kind of give you this scenario. Suppose you meet someone that maybe has some challenges going on in their life, but you still feel a connection to them. You're initially kind of just drawn to them, and as time goes on, you've had feelings for them now, even if some of those feelings just may not be that perfect. Now, you don't mind because you've already concluded that you're not perfect either, so you just kind of go ahead and move forward with it. As their feelings start to grow for you, mainly because of the concern and attention that you've actually showed them, you start now to kind of seem confused. You have some reservations because it's just not the way you thought God was going to bring that person to you. You start to feel that they might not be really God's best for your life. Now, granted, you've already allowed your feelings to grow for them. So you really don't know what to do about these reservations that you feel. So how do you handle this situation? It really becomes absolutely necessary to listen to your voice within, to listen to God before things go too far. God would not bring other people's confusion or problems or even burdens into your life to make you feel that this is his best, his best that he has for you. Now, he loves you way too much than for you to have to go through that type of added pressure or really any type of unnecessary hurt that can actually come about just because of their problems. If you allow your feelings to grow too far for someone that you know is not the best for you, when it ends, and trust me, it will end, you must hold yourself accountable 
for allowing your heart to open up personally instead of just spiritually and being used as a vessel by God. Now, you may feel that you have the right to be angry or complain or even show some type of negativity about the person because of them maybe hurting you or taking advantage of you as the relationship was ending. Now, if they've showed those same qualities in the beginning and maybe even throughout the relationship and you ignored them because you really just wanted to be in a relationship, they, of course, were still being true to themselves. And even at the end of the relationship, regardless of how things or what things maybe they've said to you. So at some point, you have to just realize that even when they have needs or wants, they're just trying to get their needs handled at that time. So you can't change people, even if your intentions are good. You have to change what you will or won't put up with. And when the relationship ends, just praise God that even in the midst of your hurt and pain, he knows what's best for you and he pulled you out of that situation. Remember, God loves you and he knows what is best for you, even when you lose sight of what is best for you. Let me just add, it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It could be a business deal, you know, a participation in a social event. The list can actually just go on. You just must trust God in everything so that you're just making the right decisions for your life. Try your best not to allow a person or an event to just put too much on yourself and that you lose sight of what's best for you and what you need to do for God. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to finish the rest of the root of negativism tomorrow. So please just come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.